0: Petty season. Yes. I am so fucking excited about October. Uh,
1: There's so many things about October. There's so many things.
0: There's so many things. Okay, first off, you got the WNBA finals happening right now. Okay. Yes. You have the NBA tip-off that's going to drop on October 22nd. Yes. Yeah. So that's already two right there. Then I don't know about you, but I have some sentimentality when it comes to Halloween. I love Halloween. It's my favorite <laughs> holiday. I, okay. I don't know about you, but I love fucking Halloween so hardcore. Like I remember we'd be, we'd want to get dressed up in our stupid costumes yes. like that morning. Yes. Right and you'd have the school parade in your dumb uh-huh. costume and yes. then you'd run home and you had to wait for your for your parents to get home, right? I mean, I don't yes, know about you, but is- I always had to wait for parents, like parents wouldn't let us go out. Right? Yeah. Same. So, we had to wait and they wouldn't take us out until like it got dark. So, we would sit on the sofa at my grandma's house staring out the wait. window in our fucking costumes just like ah. Oh! <laughs>
1: <laughs> best time ever yes okay what else there's a f- couple more things because half the month is still still what Latino heritage oh month. Hispanic Heritage
0: <laughs> month. Hispanic heritage yes month. that's right and if we yes. play our cards right we might have a special guest this
1: month yeah yeah and then just to let y'all know okay. October is Filipino heritage month oh my goodness the whole month yes the whole month. I mean, it's wow. not that big because, you know, there's not a lot of us. Uh, well, you know what?
0: But it's, it's there. It's there. It's there. And if y'all looked yeah. at our Instagram, I posted a photo of lovely Miss Karen, the boss babe that she is. You can't see it, but you'll see it in the photo. She has
1: purple hair. She did some new looks. New looks for fall. Fall, but you know what? You know October is the what the most important thing about October is. I do. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. Anniversary.
0: Anniversary. That's right. We will be one year old. I believe October seventeenth or something like that. This month. Oh my! This month. Yes. Okay. So. What happened was we were doing our fantasy basketball, and you kept saying, we just need to do a podcast. We just need to do a podcast. So finally, yeah, we got our equipment and we jumped into our conference rooms mine in LA yours in San Francisco and we just decided to do it. I think the first episode's called I don't we don't know what we're doing. I think that's what I typed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I should find some clips and play it. Maybe we'll do that on the anniversary show. I don't know. I mean Yes. that's pretty great. I'm pretty excited for us for one year, and you would think for one year we'd have very a lot more episodes, but we're very casual
1: <laughs> also too like you know one year is a long time one year is a long time that's a beautiful long time it was yes. it
0: is a beautiful long time it is i i can't believe some i mean a whole year woo that's big that's big it's big. And we've made big strides. Wow. Super big strides. I'm starting to get a little emotional.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm kind of, I'm like typing it on the fucking chat and I'm like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's, that's big time. That is big time. Well, we started our podcast the same month that we love all the things that are happening. So I'm super excited. With that. So, yeah. Let's get episode 35 on the road, shall we? Shall we do it? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Exciting. Um, what are we talking about today? Well, before we get oh, into so that, much. first off, as always, a little bit of house cleaning and some updates. Uh, we would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast on Apple. Uh, podcast or Spotify or Google Play or wherever you listen to um, podcasts. And if you could write a review, it will help us with our SEO, get us out there to more people. Um, We would love that. And if you listen, do listen to us live, feel free to, you know, get into the chats and we'll be looking, you know, at those periodically. Karen's on chat box um, recon.
1: And we're also,
0: yeah, she's ready to go. And we're also on Twitter and Instagram on At The Hoops Talking. We've had some fan love come in. I posted one of our number one fans. He has his watch set. For when our show is happening so thank you um i didn't i didn't post some uh, there was something else too that uh someone uh did a survey and it it said favorite podcast and they put the hoops talk so that's really awesome and i I, i'll post that as well so you know any type of fan stuff uh, we love it and we always appreciate it and we'll definitely you know post it out when we get that um of course we do have our um our website thehoopstalk.com and you can uh Email us at info at com So we have it there. So with that, let's get into our topics, shall we? You ready? You got it? Wait, do you have any yes. updates or anything you want to share? No. Good? I'm I covered it. Like, You're ready to
1: go? I'm ready to roll.
0: <laughs> She's ready to go, guys. You should see her. She's wearing leopard print. She's got her purple hair. She's looking good. But she is ready to go. All right.
1: So, well, you're ready to go with that blazer. You need. Oh, to tell me more I know, about
0: this. Right? blazer guys. Rent the runway. Oh, well, maybe they oh. can uh, sponsor us because I do love yes. the products. <laughs> 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 um, so getting into our first topic, as we like to discuss Women Crush Wednesday. Um, so many women out there that we want to talk about and support, and we love them all the time. All the times. Someone, though, that blew my freaking mind, and I think Karen's as well, was Allison yes. Felix. Holy shit. This woman, she was at the um, IAF World Championships in Qatar, and she ran the second leg of the event's first ever mixed gender four by 400 meter relay and not only did she uh get gold for team USA with the world record time um but the event made double history for Allison in particular because she became the only athlete man or woman to win 12 gold medals at the world championships surpassing the record she once shared with none other than usain bolt but Woo-hoo! but In addition, this goddess just gave birth to her daughter 10 months before. Okay. Let's wrap our brains around that a little bit, people. Let's wrap our motherfucking brains. Karen, let's wrap it. You, as the resident mama on our show, tell me 10 months, 10 months. This woman is running a world record. Pace, and winning gold medals left and right. And there's a beautiful picture of her holding her baby. Um, You you can find it on all different. Just Google it. But, Karen, talk to us. What is this? Well,
1: first off, off, Mm. she's an athlete. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times doctors say for athletes who are already constantly on the daily grind can Mm. continue to do so in their pregnancy. Mm. However, let me give you context on a normal woman, (laughs) i.e. me. I don't even think my legs were, my legs got so, my feet and legs got so swollen during pregnancy that I think I double my my foot matched the height and my, the width of my foot matched the height of my foot at some point. Wow. And it still wasn't the same within 10 months, let alone 12. So, I mean. Yeah fuck that's a beast that's a fucking goddess that's a beast that's yeah. a monster that's a she is an amazing human being to just one be able to get back on it mm-hmm. in 10 months and then two of course to break goddamn records. that's what i'm saying Ooh. that that's so good ugh. i mean info info info. definitely
0: inspiration i was like you know i wonder you know what when I was researching to try to find someone, her story wasn't as well known, you know, like I, I, yes. I had to do a, a deeper search to find her and I just kept seeing that picture come up and I was like, wow, this is like really inspiring. Um, because, you know, we do have our heavy hitters, our more celebs, uh, you know, Serena Williams is always one that pops up um, more of the well known, like Liz Cambage was Women Crush Wednesday last weak. So, you know, people that are not only inspiring to their sport, but also tend to be uh, much more visible. You know, they kind of break right. barriers across and out of their field into other um, venues. So hers wasn't as, I couldn't, I, it didn't come to me as as fast. I had to like do a little digging. And But when, once right. you read about it, you're just like, wow. Well,
1: the crazy thing is like I mostly heard about her first, not from her accomplishments, but the controversy with her Nike sponsorship. Oh, tell me. Yeah, so I remember hearing it, and I read it in the article that you linked here, but, like, I Mm. remember hearing that Nike was going to pay her less if she didn't perform as well after her pregnancy. Really? But, yes, but the crazy thing in this article is that she's no longer with them. She's with Athleta, and she is performing, so fuck you, Nike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seriously, fuck.
1: What I know. And it's like, you know, Nike does a lot of great things, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can mm-hmm. all remember the iconic Kaepernick
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: campaign mm-hmm. and just some of the stuff that they're always highlighting women and very like forward thinking campaigns. But this was a like this is kind of a very narrow minded fuck up. And I think, too, it's like. It's just that lack. And even, you know, some women don't have that understanding or even men who are fathers, but that lack of like, how are you going to put that kind of pressure on someone that just created life? Right. Right. That's so nothing and foot, you know? Yeah. So kudos to that. That's even better. And I I'm, know. I'm so happy that we're highlighting her. We're giving her some. Airtime, we're talking about her and putting her out in the atmosphere for other people to look into and read about. And let's, you know, let's continue to elevate this amazing person. Agreed.
0: Sheesh. Agreed. It, it's truly, truly amazing. Um, and I, I love the points that you bring up, and I love that you, as a mom, can ha- can help us with the perspective of what it is to have a child and then try to just even walk after swollen
1: oh, feet yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I mean the other thing is I had carpal tunnel and tendonitis. wow and so like even just to lift the fucking car seat into the car or even open the car door was a struggle so wow. I mean yeah there's like and anything too, just think about anything, any kind of surgery, mm-hmm. anything that happens to your body, mm-hmm. the the surge of hormones, mm-hmm. the like the fact that you're you're pushing something out takes so much on you, and then for her to be able to just jump back up, train again, and then just kill it, yeah, ten months later.
0: Amazing. 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 Know her name. Amazing.
1: Allison, yes. Felix. Allison Felix.
0: She's our Women Crush the Wednesday. Amazing
1: Allison, baby. <laughs> uh, excellent.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. I'm glad um I love that one. We found her. And that's so interesting about the Nike thing, but I'm glad we're able we were able to um uncover her. And just,
1: you know, let's talk about this real quick you know I like you know how me I like to pull that race card Mm. there are just so many women of color especially black women of color that are constantly overachieving above standards Mm -hmm. and like we just said it was so hard to dig anything about Mm -hmm. her yeah and yet we constantly hear of others failing up or just sitting around and succeeding and so you know again another reason why this makes me so happy that we're giving her 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 i mean we're not our reach isn't amazing but But the fact that we can contribute to like positive news about someone who's achieving so much above and beyond makes me so happy
0: well on top of it um you know like you said she's not with nike anymore because you know if she was nike they would like plaster her on on Times square and they would you know have we we would have been just completely a deluge to all of our media, social media, and uh, you know, full page ads. So it just goes to show you, like, you know, Nike is as good as they want to be, and yeah. So I'm I'm still glad that she has a sponsor and she's doing what she's doing. So, yep. Woman Crush Wednesday, yes. Also, I yeah. want I want to tease out that later in the in today's episode, um. I'm, I was a woman who crushed Monday and met an NBA player and it's a mystery for October. I wanted to make it suspenseful (laughs) and I will be unveiling who I met and spoke to on Monday night. And if you think, if you think, you know who I may have met.
1: Ooh yes, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. it in
0: the chat or tweet us who did Liz meet on Monday. Okay. Now okay. remember gonna, Yeah, put that out there because you know. I'm gonna tweet it out. Uh, it's it's been media week, a lot of things happening. Who could I have met on Monday? I also have a verified source who is with me. She's a friend of both of ours, ex colleague of mine, current colleague of yours, and she witnessed the whole thing. So um who could it be? Who could it possibly? I'm not going to give any hints, but I'm just saying it was media days. Uh, LA is where all those athletes are coming, so just want to throw that out there. So, okay. tease it out. Tease and it I out. tweeted it
1: out. I tweeted it out. Tweet so it out. Make your guesses. <laughs> make your guesses.
0: If you get it right, oh, maybe we'll send. Well, who?
1: We got a guess in the chat.
0: Who said? Was it Caruso? I won't. I won't say until later. But if you get it right, okay, stay tuned, stay tuned. If I get it, if you get it right, I'm going to say, you know, if you do get it right, maybe we'll send you like a, a swag pack or something like that.
1: Yes.
0: So try to guess who I met and we'll, we'll have it later in the episode.
1: Um, the guest was your husband. The guest was your husband. He already, knows. he
0: doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> oh. Okay. Friends and family are excluded from the no. Friends and family aren't, but that particular friend and family is. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> A- AKA husband is excluded. Yeah, he's excluded <laughs> <laughs> from giveaway. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, what else are we doing? Okay, I want, we want to move into the WNBA because we are in yes. finals. And I did, although last episode I was kind of a bitch and was like, I may not watch it. No, I fucking recorded last episode because I was not able to watch it live. And I didn't look at any social media until after I was done watching the game. So Ooh, I wouldn't okay. know who won and I didn't know any stats or anything. Um, so last night was game two of the five game series. For the Washington Mystics versus the Connecticut Sun. Um, the series is tied, people. Okay. So, basically... Uh, the first game was pretty close. But I ha- we had the feeling that... Um, they kept the major players on the Suns team... Uh, quiet, for the most part, in Game 1. In Game 2... Um, Elena Del Don was out in the first quarter. I think she only got to play like three minutes and a handful of seconds yeah. before she started getting yeah, back spasms. Seconds. Yeah. Um, and she didn't come back into the game. And now before we recorded the podcast today, I saw an alert that said she underwent an MRI and she has a herniation in her, one of her discs, a small, yeah, disc.
1: small disc, disc herniation. Yep.
0: So she's getting treatment. So they don't know if she's going to be available on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's still uh, it's still
0: up in the air if she's available to play. Which uh, they don't have an like. The, it was I watched that game yesterday, and with uh, first off, I think that it was a a gut punch that Del Don was not in it for the for oh. Mystics. They weren't yeah. prepared. They weren't prepared mentally. Um, cause you know, like, I mean, if you were to get sick at work, if we were working together and all of a sudden you're just like, I have to go to emergency, I'd be like, uh, thinking about you all day. Right. I'd be thinking about like, how are you? Are you, how are you doing? Not so much because you're, cause I'd be like, oh, how does this affect me? But you're just worried about someone. So you have that worry happening, you know, you have to play through it. I think too,
1: she left the locker room. At sometime during the game so when her team came back she wasn't there so again another or even during halftime yeah that's a yeah that's an additional stress on top of your team to perform right and i mean she's essential she's the
0: fucking mvp she is like crushing it on both offense and defense you know she is the leader she is like you have to so many plays run through her Right. So they yep. they definitely rely on her. And there's nothing wrong with relying on a superstar. That's what they're there for. They make you better. And yeah. to have that mindset going in that she's there and then have it taken away. <laughs> I don't know how you prepare for your superstar to be yeah. out.
1: And I think, too, the Mystics said that was a big reason they lost in the semifinals was her yeah. being out. Yeah. So, again, that's that like trigger from the Oh, Oh, definite dinner.
0: trigger. Definite so. trigger. Yeah, absolutely. Definite trigger. Not to say, and I I hate I hate that this makes it sound like the Suns aren't a capable team to beat them with or without Deldon, which they are. They have the grit. They have all the pieces they needed. They looked on fire uh, yesterday. But you do have to say that, you know, it makes a big difference when you don't have your MVP out there. Yep. To make those plays, so they're yep. having the. I think the Mystics will have a big problem with offense and and defense if they don't get her back in. And I believe in reading uh, her her injuries have plagued in the other finals as well. So you know this has been something an ongoing struggle for her towards the end of the season. I'm sure her body's like worn down as well. Um, but I really hope. I want, it's like, it, I don't want it to be a KD situation either, you know, where like they rush her to come back in and play and then right. she has an injury that keeps her out for a whole season. That would right. really suck. So they're going to, you know, they're, and I think that there's a lot of, a lot of eyeballs on how athletes are being, um, what is their, you know, their therapy. You know, what is their um, treatments? And especially after the KD situation, um, really, I think, put a spotlight. And I believe there was a a football player recently who came out and said that he would uh, smoke pot after every game as a part of his Uh, treatment.
1: Was that Gronk? No, the it wasn't, CBD thing. Oh.
0: I don't think it was Gronk, it was someone else, and I, I should have bookmarked it, and I can, we can always go back and look at it, but the, one of the things that was brought up was he, he said that um, this particular player, he's a football player, I can't, uh, his name escapes me, but he was saying that all the different types of uh, treatment for pain were prescription drugs. Percocet, um, any type of opioids, oxycodone, you know, it was so readily available and he could, you know, the addiction that happens with the pain pills, he didn't want to be involved with that. So that's why he started doing POT and you have to think about like athletes are revolutionizing how... Their likeness is being used, how, you know, they are breaking out of just being more than athletes. So I think pain treatment is one of those realms that they're going to have to start thinking about, like athletes are going to want to have control of their own pain treatment. And that might be something that's more, uh, you know, holistic. And so that'll be, that's an interesting problem, problem that um, is going to be a challenge. And like I said, I hope Del Don is found fit. But I would not want her to play if she's going to sustain injury for longer. But
1: yeah, yeah, especially if she's been plagued with injuries. Let's if if they can, I think the you know the team just needs to chalk it up and say she's out the rest of the finals. Prep for without her. Yep, and just let her rest. Don't put that pressure because she could just fuck her
0: whole career. Absolutely, absolutely. God, it's just, it sucks because you want to have, you know, the highest caliber of play too. I'm sure like everybody, even in the Connecticut Sun, even though they're like, oh, yeah, their MVP's gone, they're not like joyous about it because they're like, nah, we want to win. We don't want anyone to think that it was because Del Don was in plane. So I'm sure there's like all this stuff, the swirl that happens. Um, and so we'll see. They are playing on uh, Sunday. At uh let's see here, Sunday at four pm no, I'm looking at the wrong Pacific Time. Oh no, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at when something else. Um they're playing next okay. Sunday, tenth uh October sixth at twelve thirty PM Pacific Standard Time, three thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. And they're gonna be in Connecticut. And it's gonna be on ABC. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Good times there. Good times. Um, Something else, someone else who's been highlighted um, is Don Williams, Courtney Williams' dad. So uh, we've posted about this before, but he is such a, just so enthusiastic, supporting Mm -hmm. his daughter, making it exciting, loving the son, you know, really out there for the WNBA. And I I put him down here because I did see people – And, you know, of course, they were Washington Mystic fans, but some of them were like, hey, come get your dad, and he needs to be sat down, and this and that. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, the sun is not my team, but I appreciate it when you see parents really getting into it in a a manner that's, like, celebrating and supporting their, their team. And also... You know, I think he's hilarious. I think he's really funny. And he, he has a, he did a little video where he was calling out bandwagoners. (laughs) He's like, yeah, you can't be, can't be on the sun bandwagon now, you know? So he was like having a good time with it. I love it. So, yeah. It was, uh, I I think it's great, and I think Courtney Williams really feeds off it, and I think that having those personalities is just fun to have, you know, especially because we're trying to figure out how the WNBA can get more
1: exciting. Right, and it's like, it's kind of a different antithesis, right, Mm -hmm. The the Ball family. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And he actually, so Don's on Twitter, y'all. He's Don Weezy, 1010. <laughs> and his header photo and profile image is with him and his daughter. It's mm. so cute. It's so cute. Um, And, like, it's just like, yeah, there's just so many tweets of him being on court, being at practice. Just, It's so cute to see. that. I love seeing, for me, it filled my heart to see um, father-daughter relationships yeah. with this. Cause, I mean, I didn't have that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so, and also yeah. Too,
1: to me I feel like men it's, especially fathers have such an impact on women yeah. um especially if they get the opportunity to raise them mm. and seeing that like I like seeing that kind yeah. of closeness you know what I mean that's that's definitely yeah. a, probably a big reason you know she's got a big cheerleader in her dad that's a big reason why Courtney is just you know rocking it and being the best she can be because of his love and support so
0: yeah you're right I mean that that's a great point because I think you know the that's not highlighted enough is father daughter relationships you know I'm just like you I don't I didn't have that as well um and so to see that and be happy for someone that has that and then also highlight it that these relationships do exist just because, you know, you and I may not have had it or, you know, yep. there is a deficiency when we look at statistically father and daughter relationships, then highlight this, celebrate it, yep. go along for the ride. Wow. He's great. They're great. Yes, I love seeing great. the energy. I love seeing the energy and I love... Uh, watching them and and uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was really great, so I wanted to make sure that we talked about him and. Oh, I and love her. it! Um,
1: what a great addition! I know, right? <laughs>
0: um, and, and another thing too that happened. I believe this was on the game one during game one, which is on a weekend, which I thought was really interesting. So the, there's a new commissioner for the WNBA, Kathy Engelbert, and one of the things that. She's not someone who is part of, like, um, the WNBA, right? Her experience and her background differentiates her from other people that could be commissioner. She's kind of considered an unconventional pick for being a commissioner. She does come from, um, you know, the corporate world. She's, uh, you know, she has, like, about investments and banking. I think she came from Deloitte. So, you know, she has that financial background and she held a little press conference. Um, They had done a 12 city tour to ask players, you know, but anybody associated with WNBA as well as fans of the WNBA, what are some things that they need to talk about? What are the things they need to change? Um, And it was a really, it was a really nice press conference to listen to. And, you know, um, I'm glad that. She's being trans, trying to be more transparent and talk about what needs to be changed. They did ask her what were some of the things. And, you know, she really talked about merch. She talked about travel, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. She talked about sponsors and partnerships. And I have a tweet here from Ari Chambers. Uh She, this was uh, about the... um the news conferences only 5% of corporate sponsorships and media coverage are for women yet 84% of people are interested in women's sports this disconnect has to be solved it's true That's and i so think i think it was another um i don't know it was when we were talking about Brittany Griner or whom we were talking about but it was mentioned that the um WNBA, they don't have their own sponsors or partnerships. They have to get whatever yeah. the NBA has. Agreed. So it's not like a targeted audience of people that are watching it. If it is the major, if the majority is women, I hate to say it, but you probably want to have sponsors and partners and advertisers that speak to women. I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, I they it's like sometimes the the real the riches are in the going to be in the niches and that's just it and I know they want to be for everybody but try it out I mean some of these things they play on ESPN and two so it may be, or or just try it out in the app like I never see any advertisement in the app you know they always want uh, they open a WNBA.com store I believe where you can get the orange sweatshirts that say WNBA. So that's a start. But also, how do cities that have teams like the LA Sparks, um, who are, you know, part of the LA Lakers and in the Staples, um, how do, or, you know, Vegas has, how do they become more incorporated with the city so that when you do go to the Staples, you don't have like five jerseys hanging on hangers and everything else is empty? You know, right? like how like those types of things, how do you get like the staples or these these big um, venues to actually give a shit about what they're putting out there and to like have I don't know, because like everybody, <laughs> all the people that work there do are like, I don't want to be here. And I get it. You probably don't ever want to be there. But when we would go to Yankee games. The people that would work at the stadium, they were like, they knew everything about the Yankees. I almost feel like they wanted to be there because they knew they could watch the Yankees and, you know, and not all of them, but my feeling was that they were into it. You know, they wanted to be there because of the sport. And yeah. I would assume someone like, I don't know, you went to some Warrior games. How did you feel about the people that were working in the Warrior Stadium?
1: I'm happy. And even even when I went to a Giants game one time, I went with an A's fan. And the folks there were still happy, but it was funny because, like more than half of them were not Giants fans; they were A's fans working a Giants game, but they were still happy. Wow! So yeah, I, like you said too, when we went, it was just kind of like, "I'm just here, off, yeah. you know, whatever," and you're just kind of like, "Come on!"
0: Yeah. I know, Come right? On. We went into that store and we were so sad. <laughs> like, uh, so I was, sad. I mean, I was hoping they would have like some merch for them p- ma- making it to the semifinals or something. But
1: right, right. But I mean, so at least, like you said, WNBA store. I'm looking at it right now. At least there's some finals gear. I mean, mm. it's very generic. So mm. whatever, right? right? But they have some cool stuff that they could have sold, too, just the general WNBA logo stuff that you mentioned. Yeah. I'm looking at some cool hats and sweaters, and we didn't even see that for the for the spark. So, like, yeah. why couldn't these be shipped over there during finals, semifinals, playoffs? Yeah. Like, that? crazy.
0: Yeah, and, you know, like, the margins can't be that wide that they're going to have a huge loss if they don't sell out of the merchandise. You know what I mean? It's like, they're so, they are an evergreen fucking t-shirt. It doesn't even have like the year. It's not like it's a hardwood classic. I mean, this is like nothing that says like, oh, if you don't buy at this moment, it's already going to be done. You know, you might as well, I mean, to be quite honest, we should just make LA Sparks t-shirts like bootleg. And just yes. sell it ourselves it. because I bet you we would make so much money because people just want like cool merchandise. Yeah, and let's just
1: steal the the logo.
0: Yeah, the Jump Woman. Fuck it. Or we'll just we'll make our own Jump Woman. She'll be all different oh, sizes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: She'll be body positive. Yes. <laughs> but. So anyway, it was nice to hear from the new commissioner. It's nice that she comes. I think it's kind of good that she comes in with a different perspective. She comes in from like a financial perspective.
1: But also to have their first commissioner in how many years? True. Yeah. 20 something.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's. Hey, that means she has a seat at the fucking table. That's right. And she could be like. And she could pull the because, you know, she's going to have to pull numbers and say, look, oh, if we invest more in travel, in merch, this is how much more the WNBA can bring in for the business. And she's going to have to fight for it. But, hey, I'm down for, you know, I'm always down for a fight. Yeah. Let's go.
0: I mean, you always got to be ready to go. Power moves always because all, all, day. all day, all day with these power moves. Uh, you know, that's how you're going to be able to make it. That's how this this happens, how it comes about. Everybody's ready. I feel like this season, everybody was much more vocal. And they were like, no, w- this is not okay. You know, and you were hearing more about it. And, I mean, the fact that you have, you know, different media outlets that are solely focusing on the WNBA, you know, getting – um a a whole vertical for the WNBA or having uh, sports writers that are focusing solely on the WNBA. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all telling because what they're seeing is people want to know more and they want to read more and they want to be part of the story or they want to know more about the story. And I think that there's a lot of uh, people that are, you know, much more vocal to say, I want to hear the story. I want to know the story. So. I think it's great, and I'm glad that they have a commissioner, and she seems to have like uh, you know a good idea of what she wants, how she wants to overhaul the organization and the economics of the organization, and um, she knows that they need to get the financial metrics in order and build a good business model, and it comes from feedback from people in the WNBA organization athletes, front office, owners, um, and the fans. So I think she's already doing, making strides there. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. And who cares about background? I like the fact that she's got a business background because at the end of the day, right, the NBA won't invest in the WNBA unless they see numbers. And let's do it then. Yeah. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right.
0: Well, we're going to be shifting gears out of the WNBA, but again, I want to tease out that I will be unveiling who I met in Venice. What NBA player did I meet on Monday night? So, if you still, there's still time to put out some names and perhaps win some swag. Um,. So yeah, I'm. Are you excited? I'm excited. But
1: I, I'm excited. I mean, we're getting some replies on the tweet. We're getting some likes from some known WNBA uh, writers. I mean, okay, here okay. we go. all right. Let's figure this
0: out. I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna give any clues. But you know where we where are we? I was in Venice. It was Monday night, and it was a good time. So. We will unveil it later in the episode. Um and with that I do wanna move on to NBA because Woo the tip off is ooh, coming right for us October twenty second. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited. Like I you know, at first I was like, oh, okay, it's going to happen when it happens. But now I'm like so overjoyed to, with the idea that we're going to have, you know, de- the NBA. And you can already tell these bitches are fucking excited about getting back into the court because they are already up in their social.
1: <laughs> They're up in their... And everybody's... Yeah,
0: they're starting to sniff each other's butt up and social. Try to see how they can start getting... You know, because it's sweaty and petty season starting up. You know how they say sweater season? Well, it's sweaty and petty season. You know it. fuck boy, fall, baby. Oh, you know it. They are. This is like their time. They are going to get ready. I'm very excited. So it started off with media days. That happened where they all had to get in their suits and parade around and, you know, talk about how much they love one another and take that school picture. It was school picture day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> They're like, no, 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 throw the comb out. After you use it, we don't get lice. <laughs> no sharing it out, combs. out the blue
1: liquid and then throw it out.
0: <laughs> no sharing combs. It's picture day. Oh, yeah. So they were all, I mean, if you go to the NBA Instagram, you'll see all of the team photos. It was really sad, though, because, like, Chris Paul did his OKC photo, and I'm just like, <laughs> wow, that is, whoa, <laughs> It's hard to look at. We
1: should sort have
0: of screenshotted ourselves <laughs> there. It was a meme. It was like. <laughs> it's hard to look at. It's hard to look at. I'm not going to lie to you. That one was hard to look at. Um, but, yeah, so they, you know, they got to talk to the media. They got to talk about how much they love each other and how much they can't wait to play with each other. Um, I don't know. There was a little bit of shade thrown. From what I understand, Paul George said something about how, you know, the, the him and Kawhi bring offense and defense. And that's, you know, what's going to get him to win a championship, which then led Stephen A. Smith down like his, you know, conspiracy rabbit hole saying that Paul George is throwing shade at LeBron because he said that him and Kawhi bring offense and defense, which means you're not talking about A.D., so you must be talking about LeBron. You know, I just did not have I was like. No, I don't understand what's happening. He's just going down some what? conspiracy theory, whatever. Um, yeah. That came out of that. A lot of launches happened. Um, we'll dive into those a little bit more um, in the episode. But, yeah, so, the I mean, the Lakers, I have a good feeling. I think we're going to do well. <laughs> I really think that we can – Make it happen this season. We have to make it happen this season. It's just, it needs to happen. You know, it, we have all the pieces that we need. And um, I think we can do it. How are you feeling about I your Warriors? So. How are you feeling about your Warriors?
1: Oh, you know, I just recently read a quick headline um, coming through my athletic app that, you know, and I think, too, when we were talking about it, mm-hmm. the trade with delo to the... Um, Warriors, I think even Anonymous anonymous Nix was telling us that it was a trade for them to kind of back pocket for another potential Mm, trade or like mm -hmm. a triangular deal. But Mm. I guess this this recent headline said, no, he's staying." like they wanted him there. So that's going to be very interesting. I'm excited for that little change up um, in our starters. And then I'm, I'm giggling because I'm going through the Twitter feed around media day. Yeah. And there's a quote here from Kyrie on his new start in Brooklyn. And he's like, I just wanted to come here with a very fresh mindset oh, and God. make sure I'm honest with my teammates going forward. And I'm like, oh, oh man.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> we talked about Kyrie and I think he's going to be we're going to be talking about him a lot. I feel because he is just Uh, such a piece of work. He also Hmm. like he talked about um, KD and his injury and how um, basically trying to say that the Warriors were wrong and should have never let him play. I mean, he didn't come out and say that because he's passive aggressive little bitch. But you know that he is already such a stink like a stink bug in that locker room, just like, ugh. Right. I'd I roll my eyes. And apparently a story came out that him and Katie and some other people were all on FaceTime trying to be like, we're going to do this, we're going to go with the Nets. I don't know. I just don't know anybody that does FaceTime. I don't know any dudes that do FaceTime.
1: Well, yeah, that's a, you know, it's funny. Like, I FaceTime with, like, my family during a holiday and we're not all together or you know with the kids but and I don't know about Kyrie and all them but like the a younger generation does I don't know why they they like you see them walking around the street (laughs) FaceTime each other it's like why don't you just call what (laughs) that is true I don't want to face time
0: conversation on the bus like excuse me yeah maybe that's it and maybe they all had to look at each other in the eye and say we're gonna do this we're gonna do this noise you know something like that i figured that's how the conversation went so okay teamwork i don't know yeah well he's gonna be problematic already KD you know he's firing up like five more Twitter accounts cuz he's going to have all the time oh, in the fucking world, right?
1: Especially in New York. Oh and yeah. And then he's already talking his shit like here from his media day he's like what we referring to the Golden State Warriors mm. what we accomplished I put that up on the shelf already. And I'm like uh. yeah, and then, you know what? <laughs> all the rest of your accomplishments are going to stay on the shelf, bitch. <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, all this hard. shit. It's they hard. they
0: hold it, the grudge. They're going to, oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. This is like, you know how like the, like, uh, the dark side fuels, fuels the oh, Darth Vader. Yes. You know, that's how I feel when I know yes. that sweaty and pettiness season is coming. It fuels, their pettiness fuels us to do what we Fuel. do. Because, oh, it's just, it already started and I'm so excited. I'm, like, sweating. I'm, like, I am ready for this season to start. And Media Days proved that it's already a bunch of fuckery happening and I'm excited. And not only that, but they, like, go after, like, people that don't even play anymore. Like, they'll be having, like, conversations and yelling at people that don't even play, which we have it later in the episode.
1: Yes, we do.
0: But, yeah, you know what? That's just, like, they don't care. They just want to be, like... We will go like
1: full blast, and
0: anyone this talks about it,
1: you too. When we get to that, I forgot to add a major petty play from a sports media outlet that we got to talk about okay. briefly. And I don't know if you saw it, but and as a Lakers fan, I love your opinion, but it really. I think I know who you're talking
0: about. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, I think I know. And they're fucking. They're good, but. They're definitely in the petty part. Um, So moving on so we can get to that. uh, I wanted to talk about Fair Play to Pay, uh, the new new legislation that California Governor Gavin Newsom signed on Monday. It's the Fair Pay to Play Act. And this... Act will allow college athletes to be paid for the use of their name, likeness, and image. And these are NCAA athletes, right? I'm totally for this. I'm super for excited. I've um,
1: got so many reasons why I'm for it. Yes. Yeah. Let me just
0: tell you a really quick story. I worked with the NCAA for March Madness for three seasons. You were on my team and we yep. worked. Yep. And I cannot tell you how terrible that an organization they are so litigious and they are so um, they want a penny they want their pennies they count their pennies all their monies okay and I could see how they are royally about screwing anybody that gets in the right. way of them making their paper and now there is law on the books in California that says, nah, guess what? Guess what? That's not going to happen. And two huge advocates, as you know, LeBron James and Draymond Green, who actually is called the NCAA a dictatorship. He's very vocal about hating them. I'm down with that. That was cool. Um, I actually have a little bit, uh, have a clip here uh, from the jump that, that is um, Gavin Newsom signing on LeBron James' yes, show. Yeah I watched it. I love shop, my so. Gavin,
1: a.k.a. Oh my Christian God. Bale.
0: We are going to get into that, Gavin, right now. Um, so here's <laughs> this. Let's see. I got this clip.
1: You also got a call from Mark Emmerich. I don't, think, it was, I don't, he was, I don't think he was congratulating <laughs> no. you. What, he,
0: what was your call? He's trying to make sure I don't use this pen tonight. That's what he's trying to do. I mean, they're they're a little panicked because they recognize they're vulnerable. People are hitting this, not just in California, but all across the country because the gig's up. This is the number one reason why we've created this platform.
1: (laughs) To be able to
0: have moments like this where we got the governor of California signing (laughs) a bill to allow athletes in
1: college. Let's do it, man.
0: All right. Okay, so that was a, a clip from The Shop, which is LeBron's show through Uninterrupted. Um, First off, (laughs) fucking Gavin Newsom is a hot piece of A. And, oh oh boy, (laughs) he can sign all kinds of rights. I don't care. Right,
1: right. I told you, right, I think I, how many years ago? It might have been three or four years, but I got to walk in S.F. Pride Parade with Gavin. Oh my and I God. was literally walking behind him while he sat on oh. the convertible. Mm-hmm. And oh girl, you could see the muscles through <laughs> the shirt. And he would turn around and wave at us. Ugh. And I got to take photos and chat with him. I mean, oh hot. my good. Hot, hot, hot,
0: hot. Like, this guy is so handsome. I... I want to find a problem with the fact that he went and signed legislation on an HBO show because I feel it's to be so problematic. I'm like, the fuck is the governor doing on a show signing California law, you know, (laughs) at a barbershop, like, with his friends, like, you know, afterwards, because he owns like part of a winery or some shit like that. And I'm sure they all had the... I'm just kind of like, "Mm, I don't... Like, I am... My brain is having a hard time making that not okay, <laughs> but I feel like it's a little bit not okay. It's,
1: because you appreciate, that is smart PR. Right. I mean, and also, let's be real, you know Gavin's going to potentially run for president. Mm,
0: you think so? So he's just, he, you know. I If I was him, I wouldn't. He's playing the track. Who wants that job? I wouldn't want that job. I would be the governor of California for the rest of my goddamn life because it's totally blue. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I mean, it's
0: totally blue at this point and we will sign any kind of radical shit and we're always like suing the president over something. So if I was him, I would keep the gig for as long as possible. I mean, I don't think there's any term limits and I will keep tossing my vote right into his lap. I got no problems there. (laughs) No
1: problems. I mean, but I mean, what a lineup in that that show, too, for that episode. It was like LeBron, you know, freaking mm-hmm. he had Caitlyn Ohashi and Diana Taurasi on. There oh, too. yeah, that's like, right. That's right. Yeah, this was actually so I did not want cool.
0: I haven't watched the episode yet. I, I got this clip so that we could play it. But the 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 episode before I was just I'm like, this is a trash episode. It was terrible. So I'm glad I'm looking forward to seeing this episode because hot Gavin Newsom is on it and, um, Diana Tarossi and, um, and he signs this law, which I think is really important. You said you had some, you had some thoughts on this law as well.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So, you know, I, I I think about my college experience. I wasn't an athlete, Mm -hmm. but listen, I, in order for me to go to college, someone who had to pay their entire way, Right. I came up across a lot of fucked up shit in the college system. First off, with financial aid. I, my mom was out of the country. She wasn't even giving me money. She wasn't even, she didn't even have a job. And so, first, she had to do that because before you're like 22, they still count your parents' income, even if they're not funding you. Wow. They oh. still need your parents' tax returns and calculate all that for the financial aid you get. So, for the first few Years of college, I was screwed. Finally, she moved out of the country and uh, retired early. Mm. But and I lived in SF, so here's some context right? Mm. SF, even then, was an expensive place to live. I was working three jobs and made 22,000 a year. Mm. That was wow. above poverty level, so I still didn't qualify for financial aid. <laughs> so I had to take loans and work three jobs. In order to go to school full time. So, can you imagine the athletes and the time they have to invest mm-hmm. on top of school mm-hmm. to play in the NCAA? And yeah, scholarship, you know, scholarship covers tuition and books and housing, maybe, but what about the rest? Yeah. And so, what? When are they going to have time to go get a part time job yeah. just to fucking survive and live? Yeah. And you know, too. Let's be real. A majority of these athletes aren't coming from privileged backgrounds. Right. Right. They're not going to have parents who can afford to pay their whole way through college and help fund them. So, hell yeah. If you work your ass off and you're famous and people want to use your likeliness and, Mm. and give you a fucking shoe deal or any kind of deal, hell yeah. So you can focus on school and your sport. I'm all for it. Yeah.
0: No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, it's everybody's right. To make money off of their likeness and image, that is just like a that is just your right as a human being. Period. Period. Yeah. So period. there, you see all the you know NCAA the front office making all that dough and everything, and and the guys that are actually playing the or the women because this goes across. This is yeah. all NCAA. Yeah. So
1: and then those athletes are not getting worked, paid. Yeah, and we worked for a company that made money off the NCAA yep. and March Madness, and so do a bunch of other companies. Absolutely. So how come they get to make money off of it and not the actual athletes playing the game? Yeah.
0: And if we did use their likeness, we would have to pay the NCAA. We never, it didn't go back to the athletes.
1: Yes. It was
0: the org mm-hmm. and not the athletes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so one of the one of call-outs is that, you know, oh, you know, um, well uh, – also in this law, just a little bit, essentially what this does is that every student will get an athletic scholarship, but each athlete will be able to benefit from their own likeness. And it won't be, um, uh, California schools won't be able to take, so it won't make it illegal. And so a university won't be able to revoke a student athlete scholarship or eligibility for them earning the money, you know, which is really Good. important. And on top of it, um, you know, the NCAA was, and and the universities pushed back, they opposed because the NCAA was saying, look, this is, um, we have rules for amateurism and, you know, if you do this in one state, then, you know, what is that going to do as far as like fairness, right? Because if you have this happening in California, then all the other states, the students are going to be like, fuck it, I'll move to California. And I'm like, well, fucking let them move to California then. I'd love it. Yep. I get us all the best athletes because that needs to then those other states need to say, okay, we need to step up because everyone's going to want to go out and play in California. And what's that going to do to our school systems? Well, then you need to adopt these, this act so that you can have everybody, you know, uh, out there and not just all wanting to play in California. And then, you know, the universities are saying, well, it's going to be hard to try to figure out how to, like, uh, you know, get these amateurish rules, the uh, NCAA rules, because, you know, how how are we going to be able to impose them and this and that? And it's just like, well, you know what? What the NCAA could do is just make it so that this is part of their rule. And, and yep. Rachel Nichols, she tweeted, gee, if only there was an easy way for the NCAA to create the level playing field. It says it wants here. Oh, wait, I know it could allow all student athletes to make money off their own likeness, just like all the other non athlete classmates already can. And LeBron tweeted back to her, retweeted her with a comment saying facts. We ain't trying to hear that hashtag time for change. And that's the thing. It's like, if they just made this, a full-on rule, then you don't have to worry your pretty head over the fact that there's not going to be a level playing field. And there has to be other states that are looking at this saying, you know what, (laughs) we need to get on this because we're going to lose money, we're going to lose students, we're going to lose, you know, what makes us uh, champions. So why not? Good for this. I was very, that was good. Well, this is a good, um... Good thing happening. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. So, do you think I should unveil my... My mystery... Mystery MBA? Or should I do it after... Uh... Let's get social. I'm gonna do it after let's get social.
1: After. After, because... Give you guys you enough have, time. Y'all gotta wait. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: guys gotta... Still have time to put some names in. Um... Okay, so just quickly on let's get social. A couple things that I thought would be interesting was that uh, let's see here, Kuzma signed with Puma, and I was like, cool.
1: <laughs> I do I, love uh, whatever the photos I've been seeing on that building, yeah. the takeover, right? Like that was cute. yeah,
0: yeah. Those down in L.A. somewhere, they took they made a, a sign or they painted the side of a building that said. Uh, With kuzma instead of like puma makes sense, right? Mm Because it's already kind of already spelled out that way. So,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. Like, wow, how many people sat around a table to think of that one? Um, and, yeah, I, you know, I've never necessarily been a fan of Puma shoes. I think that they're way too narrow, and mostly the guys that I know that wore them were, like, Euros that wore acid wash jeans and came from, like, the Eastern Bloc. But, hey, you know what? If we can bring a new look to Puma and Kuzma is going to be that guy. I mean, I know there's some other um, athletes that have signed. He's not necessarily the face of Puma, but he's a face of Puma, and I think he's probably the most well-known. So that is kudos to him. I'm happy he's doing well. I hope that that means his feet are going to be good enough to play this season because that was a thing yeah. that I heard, that he was injured with something with his foot, and I hope that Puma can help him to be on the court because we're going to really need him. Uh, let's see what else. Oh. Oh. I posted about this on our Instagram handle, but uninterrupted yep. and Nike Air Force, they did a collaboration and it's the uninterrupted Nike Air Force more than, and then like it's an empty line. Um, it's on our Instagram and I did a poll and I got to tell you, we got a lot of people that are like, nah, they don't want it. They don't want this shoe. I think it's stupid. I remember when I was a kid and I wore Vans, and you know the white rubber at the end, like the bottom of your shoe, like where the 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 canvas top of the shoe meets the the sole. But there's that rubber edge that goes around. We used to write yeah. on that all the time, all the time. Yeah, you put like your so and so hearts, you know your your boyfriend who you Heart. like have a crush on, you or know. X.
1: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. question <laughs> you're mark gang. You're, you're gang numerical
0: <laughs> uh, yeah so I remember writing on those all the time like I would write on my shoes all the time like with a pen or a sharpie so I guess that's kind of what I, I want I and that's the thing too I was trying to figure out just from photos because I wasn't I didn't really want to go too deep into it but f- right when I looked at it I'm all oh, I don't know if I like this but then I think what it what it is is that allows you to write on your shoe, like because I know yes, uh, like, Megan Rapino had a pair and she wrote stuff
1: on it. Yeah. So like that fill in the blank, mm. and then because of all the white, mm. and they give you sharpies with it, right? Oh, wow. So I feel like that's the that's the thing. But I'm like I don't know. I mean the low Air Force ones I'm have always looked really like kiddish to me yeah Yeah. right even the all whites right like some people could really pull it off but like me putting it on I look like a fucking 10 year old (laughs) um and then there's something about the white on white but not a matching white Mm. Mm. you know that's not gonna age well
0: yeah yeah I don't know I just it's not, I didn't, I wanted to like it. I like it in theory and I like the concept and I just think yeah. the execution to me is not, and it could be too. I'm not a huge Nike Air Force fan either. Yeah. I always felt like it made me like a stormtrooper shoe. Like it really didn't have flexibility, yeah. like a ski boot. Um, yeah. Although I do like a Absolutely. creeper style, you know, the creepers, how they have like that thick sole. Yeah. So the, that's cool. But I haven't necessarily, like, I wasn't feeling this way. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, too, where it's, like, either you do all white, right, like, kind of like a dad shoe situation, or you do a very cool color pattern, um, which you're seeing yeah. a lot of, and it's just kind of, like, written, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not, I, the polls don't lie, the fans said nah, and I'm kind of with it on that, um, so... That happened on social. And I think they did the unveiling. He did the unveiling, too, on social as well, the unboxing.
1: Yeah, 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 he did. I remember when he was unboxing it. But, like, why couldn't they just include that element in the Nike ID tool, Mm. right, to be able to put "I'm more than a – Right. On when you're customizing your own shoe. Right. I feel like that is much more useful and cool because that's all, you know, it's kind of a fun customization element. But, I, uh, you know, right. everyone's trying to make money, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Okay, What's what else, social, what's going on here? Um,
1: so I added one oh, thing right. Tell because us. I think it's a nice transition between social and sweaty and petty. And actually, we have a little time, so there's actually okay. two things. So one, okay. I remember seeing on Twitter that was, like, kind of trending under sports was – James Harden ready to unleash his new move on the NBA and supposedly it's this like one legged shot. And I'm just like, <laughs> when I saw that, I was just like, did Dereka Hamby pull that shot off of almost <laughs> mid court yeah. to win that one game? I'm yeah. like, bitch, yeah. this ain't a Harden mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. Like that was yesterday. So that was mm-hmm. my quick social slash, a little bit of pity. Right. But this other social piece I felt created a lot of conversation, okay. I didn't necessarily disagree with it because okay. I'm not a big fan of this certain player that I feel it targeted, okay, but I feel they looked at data, they were very smart to look at data and understand that there are more haters of this player, no than fans. So I think they did it to keep you know to have a kind of social conversation. So I kind of appreciate that thinking behind it. so I'm talking about Bleacher Report top 15 players. Oh, okay. And a big yes. And a big buzz from that. Mm. So, you know, I'll tweet I'll tweet out mm. really quick from our retweet from our handle. So, I'll go down the list. Okay. Number 1 Jordan, right? He's always in goat conversation. Okay, yeah, yeah, Number 2 yeah, yeah. LeBron, again. Okay. Goat conversation. Yeah, yeah. Number 3 Kareem. Okay. Number 4 Magic. Number okay. 5 Bird. Mm-hmm. Number 6 Shaq. Okay. Seven, Duncan. Eight, Russell. Nine, Chamberlain. Ten, Curry. Eleven, Oscar. Twelve, D. Robertson. Thirteen, Elijah Wan. Fourteen, Kobe. <laughs> Fifteen, Durant.
0: <laughs> so. Fuck, Kobe didn't even get in the top ten? Fourteen. Wow.
1: Wow. That I seems mean, slanderous. Like the, yeah, mostly a bunch of like, "so fuck Kobe," you know, all the Kobe fans, and we're just like all up in oh, arms. So a lot of the lot of the conversation was like, "How are you going to put Curry in front of Kobe?"
0: I could agree with that statement. I could agree with that statement. I w- I would like to know how that happened. I I totally yeah, so- I agree. I agree. I don't think that I think that Kobe g- would go above Steph. I honestly do. So it was
1: very interesting. And that was very fun to read. (laughs) All the different comments, the memes, the everything like that. So to me, very social, right? But that can get into a nice transition into sweaty and petty. Because honestly, I think it was a very deliberate move. Mm. Right? I mean, let's be real. Uh, Leecher Report is not objective journalism. No.
0: They definitely have a – they put their POV out there, and they're probably leveraging that. Kobe fan base right but but, but you or, know I just think that's kind of like why why put Steph in like in that situation like I, I, honestly like how can you think that Steph is 10 and Kobe's at 14 like I'm not a Kobe fanatic but even I think that's problematic I don't know you're you're a Steph fan I mean what do you think
1: yeah I'm a Steph fan uh I don't think it was problematic per se for me to First, curry in front of Kobe because I'm not a Kobe fan. However, for them to be in the double digits on that <laughs> list, <laughs> Shaq number six. And you know, Kobe and Shaq beef. <laughs> but again, like, okay, so from a social media expert ex- yes. uh, point of view, yes. like,
0: it's kind of fucking genius. Yeah, of course. Of course. And you know if like LeBron, anytime you place like it's like it seems like the trifecta is Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan. Like anytime you work with that like triangle and placing, and maybe throw in Shaq on the side just to like fuck up with Kobe. But like that seems to be the you know the the golden triangle, the trifecta that like gets people really. Angry, and it also might be like generational, right? Because they're each three from a different generations. So you have like the older generation with Jordan that grew up watching him play, and then you have Kobe, right? Which is uh, the next, and then the current is Steph. So you have like these three battling generations that right. had their favorite because they got to grow up watching these guys play. Yeah, like I have like ice in my veins when you talk to me about Steph Curry cuz i could give a fuck like he means nothing to me um but like when i think about LeBron and how i'm watching him now i mean even Kobe really like Kobe yes i just have other things about Kobe that has brought him down in my estimation from a personal yes. level because right. as you know, in this podcast, we that's the type of perspective that we're coming from is from one that says like, hey, you know what? Some of this toxic shit that happens, you know, is something that also reflect how we reflect how we think about a player. You know, people just want to be like, oh, he got rings. He got stats. He's like, yeah, but he also yes, did. <laughs> some pretty fucked up shit. And from what I understand, he's not a really nice person. So, like, no. those, are, those are factors that we take in when we're talking about because it's our perspective and that's how we see things. So, that's our show and that's how we want to see it. So, I have things with Kobe that I find hugely problematic. So, he can never really be in my goat conversation. And that's right, it. Same. And, but you're right for coming from a social media mastery and understanding the hot Con- like controversy that you can create, or the engagements and the conversation that everybody wants to be a part of, it's brilliant of them to do what they did and how they did it.
1: Yep. And at the end of the day, they put Durant at the bottom, so I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do like that. But instead of just being like, let's not put him on, let's just put him at the bottom. Because, you know, a burner account is going to light up when they see that and start, you know, botting out. So that is pretty funny. Botting out. I love it. I love it. Yes. And that takes us to one of our favorite segments because it is sweaty and petty season. T- you- M-. That's right. Okay. So, before we dive into that, I am going to tell you who it was that I met in Venice. Okay? You guys ready?
1: All right. No. So, wait. Wait. Should I do it?
0: I'm going to do it. Do it. Okay. So. I, well, actually, no. Let's do sweaty and petty and then, uh, then I'll say it. Okay, okay. All right. All right. All right, tease all right. Okay. Sorry. It's tease so that good. out. Tease <laughs> that out. So one of those big sweaty and petty is Shaq versus Damien Lillard in some rap beef. And of course, I this all it. this all started with uh, Joe Budden, of course, because that guy is always causing some kind of shit. And he, uh, they talked about, Damien Lillard was on the show and they were talking about one of the um, the the co-hosts was talking about, you know, Shaq being a, a rapper and Damon Lillard being a rapper. And Damien Lillard was like, well, I don't really consider him. Like, I'm definitely a better rapper. I, he's like, I think I'm a, a, I rap better than Shaq. And, and he's like, and I've heard Shaq stuff. And he's like, I think he was viewed as Shaq, though. People was like, this Shaq. It wasn't like Shaq and Biggie. People weren't looking like this, a real rapper. It was like, that's Shaq rapping. So, of course, it was a big deal. And, you know, I don't, I'm not going to argue with him because I agree. I never was like, oh, Shaq the rapper. I was like, oh, Shaq is rapping. So, it's just like anybody, like when, oh, Kobe has a rap. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I was like, oh, wow, these guys are rappers. I was just like, I don't know, just they started rapping. Um, So, in response, Shaq... Uh, did an IGTV of his puppet. So it's a shack puppet. Let's see. I have this queued up. So let me see if I can play it. <laughs> and you guys got to go find the shack puppet. But he has a bump box, boom box that has his brand on it, and then he has shack puppet. Let me see if we can play this. Let's
1: see here. All right. You think you got better music than Shaq? I think I rap better than Shaq. People wasn't looking at it like it's a real rapper. It was like that Shaq (sighs) rapping.
0: That's Dame rap. The daddy has to come out of retirement and spank one of these undisciplined children. Now it's time to be disciplined. (laughs) It's how to pull up that belt and whip a little ass. Here we go. Yo, yeah, what's wrong with these little cats? I can tell they little, listen to they little raps. Always writing about they little max contract. Damn, got a little money when it comes to Shaq. You see this flow, got a little Hall of Fame on it. Game shoot, jumpers, Shaq still banged on it. Are you kidding me, me, really? Not physically, mentally, vividly. Seen it before you might give it to me. I'm on a in little Italy. Riddle me when you was young. Did you see my MVP like a
1: trilogy? MVP candidates, you are not one. Plan to plant
0: on wall. Go and get you some. Lyrically, I'm- Okay, well, it goes on. It's like three minutes long. And it's not yeah. terrible. It's I pretty know. good. You got to find it. Go on, Shaq, on Shaq's Instagram. Uh, it's I accept all challenges is what he wrote. Shaq Puppet. Bump, hashtag Shaq Puppet MC Hashtag bump box. Hashtag the originator. So, of course, Dame Dalla came out with his. This is his. We'll play a little bit of it.
1: Dalla. He say he the goat, I come for his body Plant him cause he bought the copies Shoulda just passed me the torch, I got no remorse, I beat him like Rocky I fill the tank up with Diesel, you jealous of me and I see you Cause on this day, originals just can't fuck with this sequel Um, New school, got new hits, Space Jam, not blue chips Hangman, yo shoot shit, Dame Six, I'm too lit Big name, got big bread, but you corny get bags get purchased every time you get horny then they repo. love you when you was in beast mode look you thought you was a cheat code know that you shoot for the cheap hoes shoot any work like your freak those know you see my pockets deep so you flexing ain't really your thing bro we both could be working at King kinko's and kobe when you the rings don't owe nursery rhymes
0: that i mean think is the big is one of the biggest discs he says kobe won you those rings though He talks about shoe. He talks about like uh, blue chips. He's like, I'm Space Jam, your blue chips. I mean, I'm bopping to both of them.
1: I'm bopping to both because there's the old school vibe. Yes. There's the new school vibe. It's all sweaty and petty dissing. Oh, I love it. I I love it. I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. So. I, I think I'm going to have to listen to them a little bit more to say who is actually a winner here. I believe Stephen A. Smith right. said that he felt Shaq won this battle. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to listen. But I mean, give it to Shaq. He just came out on IGTV and started rapping. Like, Dame Dollar Bill, That's he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Damien, he went, had to go, like, he was in a studio and he produced it and he had it ready. But it it, it does have some major burns in there. So. I'm going to say this is kicking off our sweaty and petty season in October is this rap battle. And I'm super excited about this and I hope it keeps going. And thank you, Shaq for being extra petty. (laughs) That's what we're talking about. It's like these guys, like Damien Lillard was just like, I just didn't think of him as a rapper. It is like Shaq's like, Oh yeah. Challenge accepted. So uh, thank you, Shaq. You are king of pettiness. Um, Also in Sweaty and Petty, so recently Kawhi Leonard was booed at an L.A. Rams game. Um, They put him on the big screen and the whole stadium booed him. And Paul George got booed at the Bellator MMA fight. So I just want to come out and say that this is and will always be a Lakers town. So... Y'all going to, you're going to be booed. And I don't care if they, they're not, they're not going to win a championship here. I don't think so. At least not in their first year. I'm going to just go on record and say that now because I just don't think that they will. And even if they did, it's still Lakers town. Sorry. And I'm being sweaty and petty about it. And I'm glad that they got booed. I mean, there's really like, I mean, booing them is kind of like a budget move, but I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that, you know? Let them know, L.A. Let them know. Let them know. So those are my two sweaty and petties. So we're coming to the close of the show. So I'm going to unveil who it was that I was able to meet and and talk to you
1: live on twitter as the minute yes yes
0: so monday night i decided to call up a friend of a mutual friend of of myself and karen's for a martini at this new restaurant called american beauty it's on rose i love it i went there her uh, my husband took me there for our anniversary had a fabulous steak um we're just gonna get Go there for a couple of drinks. Suffice to say, the night rolls on. Few martinis later, and then next we're popping open the sparkling wine and decided to share some some treats there. Um, it's getting later on in the evening, and I it was pretty empty, you know. And they have an alfresco bar, what have you. So who is walks in? Ooh. Really low key, but this is how this is it, Dwight howard that's right that's right dwight howard of like you don't understand i like my jaw dropped and i was like what like my brain exploded because i'm like i looked at our friend and i'm like dude That's Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard just walked in. And I mean, he could, he could probably see that I was freaking out and he was chill about it and whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard. So I didn't know, like I knew I wanted to say something to him, but I also know that, you know, you don't want to, like people that, if you're not at some sort of event, like most of the time people just want to have their dinner and not deal with someone who's been like three martinis into their evening doing something stupid. Um but he was very low-key. He was wearing a sweatshirt, and he had his, like, hair did, and he was just seemed very nice. So I got up, and I went to use the restroom. When I came back, I went around to where he was sitting. And I was like, you know, I'm really sorry to bother you. I just want to, you know, I'm a huge Laker fan. And he went out and shook my hand, and he held my hand as I was talking to him, very nice. And I was just like, you know, I've, lis- I've read a lot about um, – you know, the interviews you've done with Shams and you talking about, you know, losing your ego. And I'm, I'm hoping that that will really, you know, help you as you're back on the Lakers and hopefully you'll be able to get us some rings. And he was like, thank you, really appreciative, happy to be back, really nice person. And I, the, the person he was with, I was like, oh, you know, apologies, I didn't mean to interrupt. And she's like, oh, no, it's totally fine. And so I just walked back. I didn't take a picture. I didn't do anything like that because I was just like, you know what, these guys, he just wants to eat. And I'm brazen enough to go and like bother him while he's having his meal or, you know, whatever he's doing, his drinks, whatever he's having. And he was very gracious and very nice. And it was a highlight. And I was so excited because I'm like, I can't wait to talk about this on the show. And I, I told some people and, like, my husband, one of them who knew, uh, he was like, did you ask him to come on to the Hoops Talk? And I'm like, no. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, by the way, come on my show. But realistically, I also, the re- one of the reasons why I didn't do it because I was like, fuck all this shit. We talk about him. <laughs> I don't want him to come and, like. Right. Get mad at us right. for like talking all that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's more reason for us to have our stickers at least on hand, ready to go. Like, just Girl. you know, yeah, you make the intro. You don't say shit about the pod, but just say you know, like, just want to give you a little something. But we all back. I guess I don't know. I guess, you know. I just don't feel
0: comfortable when. True. Doing that True. to Thanks. somebody who's just out for their evening and it was yeah, already private like,
1: private evening. yeah, if yeah.
0: I hadn't already been like, you know, having a couple of martinis, I probably wouldn't have done <laughs> it at all. But I got, you know, the courage, liquid courage and I, I do what I yeah. did. And but for the most part, you know, I just feel like people that want to go out and do, you know, live their lives, they don't necessarily always want. But I also thought like, hey, you know, I'm a Laker fan and I know that he is trying to change his perception people's perception of him so i'm like the
1: ego exactly
0: so i'm like hey you know what i'm gonna go up and say hi to this guy and um uh i hope i mean we could talk to our friend and see if i was a total lunatic but i don't think i was i think it was pretty like standard and i just thanked them and apologized so that was the mystery nba player who i got got to meet
1: Check out the gif I found of him.
0: I will look at it when we get a chance. On our
1: tweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, I, you know what, I, I'm com- always conflicted with him and, you know, I, I'll go back to like when someone shows you who they are, believe them, you know, the first time and it's going to take a lot to get the trust, but he seemed pretty okay when I met him at that restaurant. So we'll see what happens. That is the mystery guest, everyone. Karen, do you have? I
1: mean, Go ahead. No, I have more questions. So you oh, said tell me. The restaurant me. was kind of empty. Yes. You and our friend were buzzing. Yes. I mean, what was it like to just kind of, whether it was the side of your head or right in front of you to see this like tall drink of water, just walk into this fucking spot? Like, oh I like how how long did it take for you to process? Literally it a tent? second.
0: Like I, like he, cause you know what? Like his face, like he's just so like, he has this huge smile. He's a super tall dude and he's wearing this bright right. colored sweatshirt. Right. And it's like totally, it's nighttime. It's very low uh, because it was, the right. bar is half outside. So they have a low, it's low light. And you know, my eyes yes. are probably a little bit <laughs> blurry from the drink. So seeing this yes. big figure <laughs> with this like bright sweatshirt and right away, like, I, the side of his face, I didn't really recognize. But as soon as I he turned, because they sat across from us across the bar, mm-hmm.
1: he has this yeah. giant
0: smile that is just like it's it lights up a room. It wow. really just lights up a room, and you're just like, wow. Like I gotta tell you the truth, he looked very happy and very content, and very peaceful. I mean, that was the aura that I saw, and maybe that's also what made me feel that he would wouldn't mind if I went and spoke to him, like you know, if I did it in a respectful way um that he would be okay with it you know i kind of oh you know what i also thought of like you know those old movies where you always see or not old movies but like you know movies about uh like rudy or you know those stupid like uh sports movies and you and it's always like a high school team or a college team and you have like that old man in the cafe that goes up to the star quarterback and be like great game johnny really hope to see you doing well in the season that's how I felt I felt like that old man that comes into like see the star player and I'm like hey I'm um, looking forward to a great season <laughs> I know you you guys got the heart in you like that's how I felt so I did it so I felt like you yeah. know that it was okay I felt very much like you know it wouldn't be that terrible it wasn't like we were at a club or you know it was very like low-key yeah. and yeah. Uh, I try to keep it that way so
1: now, last question. How many minutes did it take from spotting him for yeah. you to get up and then go introduce yourself? It was yourself a bit. It was quick, a bit. a quick greeting.
0: Yeah, I okay. think it was a bit. I think it was like at least like I waited like 15 minutes, you know, because then I saw him start to get the bill. And that's when I was like, oh, you know, if I, do, if I don't do it okay, now, then I'm not oh, going okay, to. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, felt like he was wrapping up. And he wasn't, they weren't there that long. It looks like they just stopped in super quick to do something. But, yeah. Well, that's that. So cool. So I know, cool. right? Um okay, so we are at we're getting at time. Do you have any timeouts? I don't have any timeouts cuz I'm just so fucking excited. I'm uh, yeah, so excited.
1: We're in good mood. We're right definitely in good out.
0: mood. There'll yeah. be plenty of timeouts come tip off. Um, yeah. We are also going <laughs> to be, <laughs> we're also going to be um, doing our fantasy so, draft. So get ready for that. We'll definitely do it before the tip offs. And one last thing I know we usually, um, I know we want to end by, of course, thanking everybody's listening and make sure that you subscribe and review. Um, and we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, and you can follow us on our social handles on Twitter and in, um, at The Hoops Talking on Twitter and Instagram. And I know we always say, you know, make sure you keep it. What do we want to keep it, Karen? We want to keep it sweaty, sweaty.
1: and and.
0: Pad. I know we always end like that, but I just want to end with one more thing. Um, Kim Shattuck, the lead singer of The Muffs, passed away from her battle with ALS. Oh. And I gotta tell you, she's been the voice of like my angst. And I just wanted she did the cover of Kids of America for um, Clueless, and I just want to play that out yeah. for us here. Yes, yeah, I love it. Yes, yeah. she Looking rocks. A Thanks, everybody. Outside we out. The cars in the city by I sit here alone and I wonder why Friday night and everyone's